broken down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was trying to go for something that just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> What's going on? All right, I'm going to actually have to start. Oh, no, you're not yeah, going to start yeah, from the beginning. You're going to keep fucking going yeah. right now. <laughs> hey, I'm told. Hey, I'm told. <laughs> Yeah, we wonder why nobody's listening to this fucking thing. <laughs> hey, I'm Toby. I don't even know what Toby you're going for. Like, I'm thinking some Bruce. Fucking like, guy I'm about B to start used saying to Kunta Kinte yeah. over here and <laughs> shit. B, no, B used to work with this fucking guy who was a lunatic. And he would always be like, hey, hey. And I don't think I don't think he used to say, hey, I'm Toby. But I added that part to it. He did splits. It. I know yeah. that. He did do splits and do and did coke. A lot of blow. Yeah. Um. No. <laughs> we should have came to the robes oh, bar earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought you said with Mr. Mirror, we yeah. would get in touch. Right. Not for nothing. <laughs> five minutes later, I went into the bar, and there were two dudes blowing lines off the fucking toilet seat in there. So. <laughs> off a toilet seat? <laughs> oh, my That's God. That's a dragon's den if I ever legend. saw one. Yeah, that, that place. What that a legend. Place, uh, legendary. All right, folks. What's going on there? Welcome back to another episode of Omega Gauntlet. So yeah, we're uh, we're keeping with the tradition, trying to bang out a bunch of new episodes for you guys out there. We're really just trying to get in a rhythm. This is our second year doing it. I think we feel fresher. We think we feel more on point. Um, and I think what we're really going to try to do is just deliver a bunch of these things to you. You know, there's a lot going on with regards to, you know, comic books and geek culture in the year of 2017 and the year of our Lord. And (laughs) we're going to try to stick with it. You know, anytime something big happens, we're going to try to put out a new podcast for you. And with that, I think we have a couple loose ends that we want to tie up before for 2016. But before we get into that, I want you to know I am Matches Malone. I thought you were Toby. <laughs> A.K.A. Toby. <laughs> Be Willie, Psycho Boy. Uh, Hollywood Hipster, Tom Tomorrow. And like I said before, we're the Omega Gauntlet. We've got Jay's on the boards here, our producer. Pew, pew, pew. You will never hear him. Yeah, yeah, yeah any right. Of these episodes. Doesn't make himself right, known. Exactly. No. Silent so, partner. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, don't count on that. But yeah, so like I briefly mentioned before, I think what we want to do with this episode is um, take the time to to give you our sort of best of 2016 episode. Go over what we thought was the best. And, you know, worst, actually, to be honest with you. We're going to do yeah. a little bit of a combination, which we'll, we'll trash a few things one last time um, of the year. And that goes for comic books, comic book movies, and, and films, all right? And uh, I think, I don't know. We, we didn't really plan this out too much. We just want to sort of dive into it. I think one of the things you guys got to know is we're not going to be doing fucking lists like everybody else is doing and counting down right. and stuff. And our list might be very different from a lot of the... Uh, you know, mainstream comic book uh, list that they've been putting out of the best of the mm-hmm. of the year. Uh, as we've been trying to get across on these podcasts, we're not the typical you know comic book nerd type of dudes. We are regular dudes who love this stuff, and it's going to be a little different. So, yeah, let's ju- jump into it, right? Definitely, oh, yeah. awesome. All right, so I think movies is probably the easiest way to go here. Let's talk about some of our favorite films of 2016. Let's talk about some films that disappointed us in 2016. I think, just just as a conversation starter, what do we think the best comic book or geek culture 
movie that came out in 2016 was. Uh, B, why don't you start us here? What, what do you? What was your personal favorite from last year? Um, oh, I mean, you know, as you'll you'll see if you've been listening along. I mean, you know, Rogue One definitely kind of it, it took the show. It was impossible not to. It ended the year, uh, and it, you know, kind of uh, really re restarted one of the best uh, you know the the best stories ever in geek culture. So I mean, that's. Definitely my 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 favorite um, my favorite movie. So I mean that's an easy one for me. But I don't know if you guys got any any different ones. Tom, uh, my favorite comic book movie of the year was Captain America: Civil War. Uh, uh, hands down, I think uh, as, as a standalone movie, you could possibly say it's not as strong. But as a culmination, and it's obviously it's the third part of this trilogy. But it's mm-hmm. also a big piece of what the Marvel Cinematic Universe has been doing right. from the beginning. Besides, you know, the biggest superhero fight we've ever had and, uh, you know, some real emotional beats. I think, to me, that was the the movie of all these movies that felt the most like a real comic book event. Right. And yeah. it, it, to me, that was my my favorite of the year yeah i mean i think that's it's kind of hard to go against either of those movies um they're definitely in my top three maybe one and two i'll round out what i thought was the third best comic book geek culture of film of the year and i think that was for me it was deadpool i think it was just fucking solid i think it it was a real it took everybody by surprise there was, that could have went horribly fucking wrong, like yeah. a lot of the other X-Men movies have, like the Wolverine movies have. And they just really shocked us and put out a, a damn good superhero movie. A superhero movie that was a lot better than a lot of other superhero movies that came out last year, and nobody saw it coming. Yeah. True to the character, lots of action, lots of humor, couple Colossus. of titties, Colossus, and we were good to go. And we're getting a sequel, which has got me so pumped. But I think, looking at it, I think that those the three that we just mentioned, I, I think you're, you're hard-pressed to say any other f- films that fall into these categories that are better than those that came out last year. Yeah, I agree. Any, any, uh, any, guy, any like, sleepers you guys kind of feel like are up there, honorable mentions? I mean, in terms of, like, the straight superhero genre, I, I was pleasantly surprised with Doctor Strange. I thought mm-hmm. I was I was really into it going in with, you know, medium expectations because we went back to an origin story. But I think it was handled really well, and it went uh, above and beyond my expectations of what we were going to get out of that movie. Yeah, I'm a fucking loser. I still haven't uh, actually seen it, and it's now... Out of the theaters, so I'm gonna have to take acid when I when I watch it at home. So yeah. stay tuned. If you want to get the effects of the IMAX 3D, you're definitely gonna have to take yeah. acid. I'm gonna do yeah. acid. I, yeah. I, I actually will throw in another little thing. It wasn't a full movie. It was one of these Marvel look uh, mini shorts. But uh, I just watched it again recently with my mom because she saw Civil War for the first time. Civil War is on Netflix now, so if you got Netflix, yeah, check it awesome. out. Yeah. But there is a little one shot of where was Thor during Civil War that's mm. not serious at all. Have you have you checked it out? Wait, it's not, is this the one where he's working? He's like, working with his uh, his uh, roommate Daryl oh in, God, in Australia. And it's just, it's so tongue-in-cheek and funny right. and like totally different from the tone of, of any of the other movies. Bruce Banner ends up showing up and like... Uh, uh, 
uh, it's, Thor's, Thor's trying to get in on the, the action and nobody's calling him and Tony Stark is on the phone with Ben or won't get on the phone with Thor and it's just like it's real funny it's real uh, I want to say cute but it's like it's, it's real funny and quirky and a nice little like change of pace after Civil it, War it was so serious it made no sense that they made it really like I couldn't believe that they put that much time into it they got like both of the actors to, to do it. it it just I mean, it was something that I could see us doing, you know, like, it, but it really was well done. I mean, it was so stupid. But I didn't even know about this. Oh, it's yeah. so, check it out. It's, he's like in an it's, office. It's on YouTube. It's, like, it's called Where Was Thor During Civil War? Huh. Yeah. Or What Was Thor Doing During Civil War? Yeah, it's yeah, only yeah. a couple minutes. It's so fucking worth it. Super he has like it, hand yeah. drawings of Thanos right. and it just says like, purple guy in a chair. Why won't he stand up? Like such weird, funny yeah. things. Right. Um. And actually, the director of the new Thor movie, he he kind of made in the past has made movies like that mm-hmm. that are like kind of he made a documentary uh, a movie mockumentary called uh, "What We Do in the Shadows" and it was about like New Zealand vampires in a documentary mm-hmm. style and it's kind of similar to this and uh, I just thought it was a fun little change of pace that like you know the Marvel Cinematic Universe has gotten kind of dark and to have just like that little thing in there that was something that I really liked too. That's cool. Uh, I think if you're talking about other movies that sort of, I, I, I don't know if I would say it's like a sleeper hit, but let's call it an honorable mention. I think you got to mention Suicide Squad. I know that the critics panned it, but I like it. It's 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 in my pack of like somewhere, you know, it's not in that upper echelon of films that came out last year, but I enjoyed it for what it was. It's certainly, and we can probably get to this in a few minutes again, but it certainly was a better film than Batman vs. Superman. It was more fun. Um, I like the characters more, but I don't know. You look like you want to say something. Here. Yeah. yeah. Well, should we go uh, for worse uh, movies? No, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, you know, like like uh, Matt just said at the beginning of the episode, this is a new year for us. We're going to be doing a lot of stuff. So uh, I, I kind of went back and listened to some of our old stuff, and uh, and then I rewatched Suicide Squad again, and I. Did not like it at all the second oh, wow. time I saw it. I really was disappointed with it. I watched it with uh, with my mom and my girlfriend, and uh, it started. It, I, I just I don't know what is it what what about between seeing it the first time and the second time that kind of where I was between the two. But after watching it the second time, I get a lot of the criticism behind it. I think really. What I, I really wanted to like it so much mm-hmm. that I convinced myself I liked it a little bit more. And there are still pieces that I do like about it. But I do think now after seeing it a second time and some time passed between how much I wanted to love it because I love DC so much. Right. And, and, and the reality of it kind of like a little further away. I get the criticisms behind it. And I was, I was disappointed on the second watch. I thought I was going to yeah. love it even more. This shit happens. Uh, it's not the worst movie that came out this year. We will get to that one. Right, but, right, right. Um, uh, yeah, I, I kind of just between one and two, the first and second viewing, I my my like of it really dropped big time. And uh, I wouldn't put it as my worst movie of the year by any stretch of the imagination. There's a, there's a lot of stuff I did like about it, but it ended up being more on the disappointing side for me, which kind of sucked because the second time I saw it, I really was like, oh, I'm going to get to see it again. I'm amped up, and I kind of got got let down by it. But, you know, it's, again, not the worst movie in the world, and a lot of good, I I think, 
I think it became kind of popular to shit on it, mm-hmm. and it's not a movie that deserved that much shit that it right. got. But it's when when I listen back of how I talked about it, then my opinions definitely changed to more of there was a lot that disappointed me. I think, and the, and then you know, it is what it is. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen it uh, again, um, but like I. I I took a couple of flights this year, and I, I definitely didn't want to watch it again, mm-hmm. uh, which I guess you know, kind of, you know, kind of shows like a, you know the interest level. I kind of right. knew, you know, all right, I, I saw it once. I, I unless it's on, I don't see myself watching it again. So I, I should watch it again to see if it's either gonna like sway. I, I feel like it's kind of even with me right now as a movie I watched, and because it was, it had newer characters in it, like I appreciated for that, but. You know, I'm interested to maybe see it again. No, I totally hear you. It's funny because I actually I saw it twice in the movie theaters. I think I I liked it a little bit better the second time, and then and then I saw it recently on bootleg, believe it or not. And I'm sitting there watching it, and I actually, to be honest with you, I remember when it was done. I was like, you know what? I I turned to my wife and I'm like, I like this fucking movie. Like I I get the criticisms. Don't get me wrong. It it it's got it's got some problems. It's got some editing problems. It's got some really I don't know strange decisions that they made there, but I enjoyed it. I, I, is it something that's ever going to make like my top ten of comic book movie films? Is it maybe slightly disappointing because you know it was just a disappointing year for DC overall as yeah. far as movies are concerned? But I I don't think it's a terrible movie. I think it's it's a fun comic book movie. I have a good time watching it. But that that's just me, and I could see why somebody would not like it as much. But, but I think something you just said right now is super fucking important. And a lot of people who review movies and do podcasts mm-hmm. don't acknowledge this. If it's not a perfect movie, if it's not a great movie, but you fucking enjoy it, right. then that really matters. Right, like, exactly. That really matters. And like when you said that, that didn't make me think like, oh, fuck, what an idiot. Like, right, right, you right. enjoy that movie. And like I enjoyed a lot of parts of it, but I started to see kind of like, where that criticism came from and kind of understood it. And part of it was also the, when I first saw it, I watched it with people who were excited to see it mm-hmm. and like, like were really into it. Second time I saw it, I saw a lot of movies with my mom recently, right, right, right. but like to see her who doesn't have this connection yep. to it, be like, wait, what is it? Is that helicopter going to crash? Is that another helicopter crash? Right, right, like, right. yeah. Wait, why is this guy think that their family, like things that, People had criticized. She has no bias. She doesn't read yeah, this yeah, kind yeah. of shit to see her. And then I started to maybe that maybe kind of influenced me a little bit to like I was trying to defend it and then thinking like, well, that is actually kind of like weird yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it, but there were parts of it that I still was like really really into. And one thing that didn't change from first viewing to second viewing is. I'm still a fan of Jared Leto's Joker. Yeah. I really like it. And I think his costumes were fucking dope. And his yep. character design, take away the damage, you know, forehead tattoo, which I think was probably the only one that really irked me mm-hmm. after a while because I actually laughed the second time when he's being menacing and he puts his hand over his face as the smile. Right, And right. I was just like, that's... That, Joker would fucking do that. Right, like, that's right, right. really fucking cool. So I, I weirdly got some stuff out of it that I liked more the second time, right. but overall as a movie, I was like, yeah, this is, this disappointed me a little bit because the structural things and the editing kind of got to me on the, on the second yeah. run. But I wouldn't put that as my worst 
not it's not the worst superhero movie that came out this year and it's not even the, like the worst two or three that came out yeah, this yeah. year. No, I, and I agree with you. Mm-hmm. And speaking of that, <laughs> well, what did you uh, want well, to say? Yeah, I actually I, I wanted to uh cuz as you if anybody has been listening, you know, I'm I'm kind of catching up to the boys here. And so I actually was able to get through all of the three Star Trek uh, movies this year, mm. which uh, I don't know when I the didn't last see, one. See the last one? Oh, it, I just know. recently saw yeah. it. Yeah. Into the, is it Into the Darkness? Is the last one or no, is it the Beyond? Is the last Beyond? One. Right, yeah. right, right. So um, I watched all three on, on on a plane, which you know obviously isn't the greatest time to fucking watch anything or be anywhere mm. unless you're drinking heavily, which I was happy to be doing. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, I was. No. It was it was weird. Yeah. It was really weird. Um, so shit hammered drunk on yeah, all three yeah. movies. But um, I never watched one episode of Star Trek. Never saw one movie of Star Trek. I really, all, other than knowing like the main characters, um, you know, and being a fan of uh, uh, Shatner being an asshole in general, like I, I had no idea. And I really fucking liked all three of them. Like, a- again, I'm not comparing it to anything. Mm. All I'm doing is watching movies, you know, and entertainment-wise, and the characters I saw, I, fu- I really liked it. I really fucking enjoyed it. I thought, you know, th- there was nothing overdone CGI-wise. Um, the the, the uh, Everything they were fighting against, so everybody evil, was, like, pretty menacing, pretty kind of scary. Um, Captain Kirk is fucking awesome. He reminds me of, like, a space pilot ferris bueller and that was fucking <laughs> super cool he's my favorite guy ever and so um so i you know that's my honorable mention of like kind of backtracking a bit of of what i saw so well, and you know what? Cool. that's actually pretty interesting because you know i really liked one and three mm-hmm. but that's because two was con- was a remake and a you know reimagining of wrath of khan which uh-huh. is always been one of my favorite you know star star trek movies so if you go in not really having that love a nostalgia for wrath of khan uh-huh. then it's all new right and the things that they did that are homages or changing shit around is probably not going to bother you as much right. so you actually have a really good way of going into it because you're just judging those films right and not the stuff behind it right um i also saw star trek beyond recently and from the preview with the Beastie Boys in it, I was kind of like, oh, I, I, what are they going to do with this? And they actually, did you see Beyond yet? I didn't know. Well, it's not really a spoiler, but that Beastie Boys song actually plays into the plot of the movie. It's mm. not just in the trailer. Oh, and, that's very Guardians-like. And, but it, but you know, it, they kind of flip the Guardians mm. thing in a way, and it worked. Like using the beastie boys in a star wars trek movie like actually worked and like to pull that off i was really impressed with and the action in this movie was was really good and uh yeah i was i was a big fan of that one too i I completely forgot that came out this year and that was a weird thing too it like it's a star trek movie and it still kind of went under the radar and i thought it was i thought it was one of the better like you know summer blockbusters that i had seen it was it was very enjoyable. Not the best movie in the world, but fucking yeah, right. enjoyable. Honorable right. mention. It, it kind of came at the end of like a busy movie season. Yeah. I think it might have just been one too many of that type of film. In you between know, two Star Wars. Like, right. You know, yeah, that's another that's, thing, too. Everybody's yeah. really and getting I, high excited. I, I do think that Beastie Boy trailer pissed people off, too. Yeah. Yeah. I if, think they, it, I, if they would have held that reveal into yeah. into the movie, I think it would have been a stronger, like a stronger 
plot point than it was like in the trailer already and then to mm-hmm. to go yeah. throw it into the movie but still very enjoyable and i i really did i liked it too i didn't even think of that that was a good one yeah definitely all right any others that are sort of enjoyable or or honorable mention sort of deals yeah. all right so negative. then let's talk about the shit <laughs> All right, I think no, we got to start this off right, piece right? Of shit, yeah, of I mean, all time. Exactly. I mean, I think we talked. You know, we we had a, a really harsh episode about this film. I don't that, think it was harsh they, enough. Oh, those oh, were, right. that that fucking deserved. It. Oh yeah, totally. And, but and some people we know who liked it sort of were like, "Hey, you guys are really well, fucking tough." And oh. just just so everybody's clear, like we literally haven't spoke about what we're about to speak about right now like at all but i think it's so clearly obvious in our heads what right. we're about to say yeah absolutely and and that's batman versus superman batman yeah. v superman i should say oh i thought we were going to talk about manchester by the sea yeah. right well that's yeah that's actually up first <laughs> I, You're not, right. wait not girl on the so, train right <laughs> right book was so much better <laughs> meow Let's talk about girl on girl yeah wait, wait what uh so Batman v Jace. Superman. So uh, Tom just mentioned watching a movie again and not appreciating it as much the second time. So this is a movie I saw twice in the movie theaters. Uh, hated it the first time. Second time kind of like was like, eh, maybe I uh, like forcing myself to like it sort of deal like you were saying before. Then saw the extended cut at home. The extended cut filled in so many blanks that I think that raised my opinion of it. Then saw the extended cut again recently. <laughs> this movie fucking sucks. There's, there's just no doubt about it. There's just no, you know, I and we talked about the extended cut and we were a little bit higher on the extended cut, Tom and I, in a previous episode. Yeah, no. The, the, the movie's just a fucking pile of shit. I, I mean, it just went wrong in so many places. You know, there's so many wrongs that can't be righted from things that they did in this film and as as a as a justice league fan as a batman fan somebody who's waited almost his whole life to see this type of movie i couldn't have been more disappointed Zack snyder fucked this up in so many ways and i'm really 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 scared of what he's gonna do with justice league i don't care if if jeff johns is looking over his shoulder day and night it terrifies me that this guy is steering the ship of, of the most important DC film ever made, and that's the Justice League. Yeah. So, again, can't you, you, you can't put lipstick on a pig, and I don't care about the extended cut at this point. I've the tried. movie just pl- pl- fucking flat out sucks. Uh, I will say, I, I, the extended cut is a vast improvement on a piece of shit. Yeah, you know? lipstick and, on a pig. Yeah, and all it does is just make it slightly more coherent absolutely but it made plot points in the movie more uh, coherent but doesn't do anything with all the rest of the bullshit that's in that movie that just doesn't pay off so you you have a two and a half hour movie that's already long you add a half an hour to it and the half an hour that you add to it is character development but it doesn't take away it doesn't take away the shit that's all around that. Right. And that shit includes that it's 30 minutes more, which means they didn't cut any of Lex Luthor out. Who's fucking atrocious. They, they, instead of cutting maybe some of that last fight scene that seemed to just drag on forever, they didn't mm-hmm. cut anything. They just added supplemental scenes, which, which filled in some storyline blanks that you're like, well, what the fuck is going on here? But, the still, when you have the whole story, the whole story still 
is garbage. It's still it's sucks. It's a garbage story. He he ruined he he ruined Superman for me when when he did it in Man of Steel. Man of Steel, Superman coming into this completely fine by me, a different take, mm-hmm. but was was still good to go. Mm-hmm. He ruined my favorite superhero on the most basic levels mm-hmm. and no no nothing in the extended cut added to that it added to maybe Clark being a little bit more of an investigative journalist right. and being a little mad and we got his side of things a little bit more a right, little more as to why he was mad but this is fucking superman right he and can be mad but he's still going to come to a conflict not trying to make it a conflict like that right batman has a bunch of his psychotic uh, tendencies that me and Matches have loved historically in his run, but it takes it to a point that's so far beyond the character that would be teaming up and starting the Justice League. If right. this was post all this shit, Justice League was already disbanded and he's gone crazy, right. makes sense. The way that they've established his character, if he doesn't, if, if uh, Zack Snyder doesn't, Spend a lot of time fixing that in Justice League, which I don't even know how that's going to be how it's possible, possible with all these characters and all this stuff they're going to introduce. Then what they're asking us to do is forget about this. And you can't forget about this because this was supposed to be the biggest movie of all time. And it should have been a superhero movie. And it should have been the biggest superhero mm-hmm. movie of all time. And he's ruined two of the establishing characters of the whole DC universe, not just the Justice League. They started the DC universe off, and the one character that got away looking all right was Wonder Woman because she's in the movie for five fucking minutes. Yeah, and she's a badass that plays into the Hardly stereotype. Talks, yeah, like, it's like very, right. very limited. Yeah, she's Snyder's type of character. She's a badass, like I said, doesn't talk all that much, and she just chops people's limbs off. Yeah, and and, and she's got her legs hanging out. She's she's hot. I mean, and everyone's something he's gonna love. Well, most people's favorite Wonder Woman moment of the movie is she gets punched or kicked across the you know the whole battlefield, and she looks up and she smiles, mm-hmm. gets back up and starts fighting. Then you find out in subsequent interviews that Zack Snyder was like, "Well, why did you smile right now? That's not what you're supposed to do." And she's like. Uh, he's she's an Amazonian warrior. Like she loves to fight, loves da, 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 and had to fight to get that smile in the movie, which everyone loved, showing how little this guy fucking gets yeah. these characters. Just it's so get it. sad, man. Uh, he just it's so get sad. It. And I mean, uh, and obviously, you know, we may be harping on, but we sat through this fucking goddamn movie, so we could, uh, we, yeah. we deserve to, to on my on birthday. Yeah. I mean, right. <laughs> I mean, you know, and and, and again. I've gone back and this year probably read more stories comic wise than I have in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And so I'm talking about like the, the, the Grant Morrison putting the, the Justice League together, the, uh, the, the, the Dark Knight Returns, the, uh, you know, even the new 52 first meeting of Justice League. All of them were, were included stories of Batman and Superman either not getting along or fighting or getting to know each other at the very least. The the, the scripts were there. He could have took pieces of each one of them and, and developed it in a way where it could have been his own but dope or a combination of it. And he just he just chose to do none of it. And, I mean, to, to Tom's point, it's scary to think of what's at stake here with, you know, what's become my favorite you know, my favorite universe to read, you know, it, it's now I'm starting to get to the point where these two are at, where it's like, 
How could you fucking do this? It's, right. it's so critical and there's so much there that it's gotten so dope. And to just not use any of it, use the the wrong pieces and not use certain like pieces that deserve to be there. You know, it, it's really it, it's it's odd and it's a fucking disappointment. And the pieces that you use, you use them incorrectly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the right. thing is, is like there's almost like a, a a known formula, at least in comic books, of a book that says Batman and Superman are going to fight each other. Or there's an arc where two teams of heroes fight each other. Like the Civil War comic kind of subverted this. But most of the time what happens is the beginning, they meet up, they fight over a disagreement. Right. They come together and then they fight the common bad guy. Right. The, he tried to do that, but he did all of that in the third arc of the movie. They mm-hmm. fight Martha. We're friends now. We fight the common bad guy, right. and that needs that to be spaced out. <laughs> you are supposed to be silent. <laughs> Everybody I'm sorry. drink. Martha. Martha. Sorry, Perfect. guys. Uh, Ultron right, is starting great. to bust oh, out yeah. of the AI over here. Jay's was literally asleep <laughs> and then just woke up. and, and, and uh, That's how lay, bad this movie that. was. Right, right, right. FYI, Jay's is in charge of the right. sound quality yeah. and makes us right. do mic right. checks exactly. and then screams from across the right. room. Exactly. But we're going to we're gonna stop that. So, listen. No, we I think <laughs> we've dedicated enough time to this piece of right. shit on this podcast. I think we've said what we need to say. It's yep. garbage. Go fuck yourself, Zack Snyder, once again. Yeah. Ooh, somebody yeah. took the new go fuck yourself yeah, slot. Yeah, right. Fuck you, Zack Snyder. New, yeah, year, you know what? new me. Right. Actually, and we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I will. I, will, I think, right, I, I think I we that. Fuck you, Zack Snyder. Okay, so, all right, moving on to, I, I think this is the last film of this nature that we need to talk about right now, um, but the other, you know, clunker that, came out last year real uh, forgettable yeah. piece of shit x-men apocalypse yeah Look. yeah right i didn't and again i didn't see it uh because because i just i didn't i didn't have any faith in it the boys saw it and really didn't uh, convince me any otherwise mm. so i'll let you boys just Here, take it here's a little backstory about uh me and matches going to see x-men apocalypse the three of us oh, were right. all out chilling, about to go <laughs> see X Men Apocalypse, and somebody over here did a real nice dip yeah, right, right before we went in. Yeah, yeah. My spidey and, sense uh, told yeah. me something. <laughs> <laughs> Left the two of us in there to go see that yeah. real piece of garbage. Turned out to be the move of the year, to be honest. <laughs> what a fucking piece of garbage. Well, but, you know what? Actually, no, let's not was, call it a, a piece of garbage. This movie is is blander than cardboard. Um, oh, I, I, it's the same old. It's a fucking mayonnaise sandwich, yeah. you know. Brian Singer, X Men movie that we've seen four times now. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes it's worked, sometimes not as much. It's just enough with Brian Singer's version of the X Men universe. Tom, I think you said in, in the episode where we talked about it that there's such a small scale of what they choose to focus on in these films. It's the same core characters over and over. I know there's a lot more of them now, but the the most part, it's it's really the Professor X, uh, Wolverine, uh, Mag- Ro- Magneto, like yeah. you know that whole conflict. Like li- listen, Mis- of course, Mystique. Pro- yeah, M- Mystique, Professor X, Which is like a- and Magneto are always at the heart of the conflict in the comics. Of course, that's got to be a part of it. But there are other elements there, too, that we could focus on. So with this movie, they decided to bring in one of those other elements, 
apocalypse, and they just did not come close to doing him justice. No, uh, he you could know, have been. He could have been any any yeah, bad guy. Run of the like, mill it bad guy. It wasn't the world, like the, the world destructor that we know from the comics. You know, extinction level event, motherfucker. Like, do not fuck with this dude. He's some weird Egyptian dude. I don't even remember what his goddamn plan was, to be honest, at this point. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't remember the movie 10 minutes yeah. after walking out of it. It was so bland is the perfect word. It's mm. nothing. What, yeah. it's what irrelevant. do you think was worse? X-Men 3? X-Men 3. X-Men 3 was worse. X-Men 3 is worse because it's just... No, most of it doesn't make sense. And it also, like... It... it, it negates things that was a movie before like two movies before like with, yeah. with gene and and professor x and magneto being friends later in mm-hmm. life and like there was shit like that they forced the phoenix that turned out horribly they tried Killed to put like cyclops immediately that was my favorite part of that shit i actually um, love cyclops but dude, but yeah fine whatever I like Cyclops, but I didn't like that. wasn't Cyclops in any of those movies. That was, was just oh, was Cyclops. Close to Cyclops. I thought that was very. I I actually liked their interpretation of Cyclops more than I liked the character I had read. But I thought it was like just a better version of him. Here's it was a, a, it was a, pre, his, a preppy him him and him and Wolverine's interactions. That's Cyclops. Yeah, he was never a team leader when they were out fighting in those movies. He was. He always kind of took a backseat to Wolverine, and I love Cyclops as the team leader, the tactical leader. And he right. just never came across as any kind of badass. He, and that's what well, I mean. He's by not it. quite a badass in the comics either. He's the lead. He is the team leader, but he's the Boy Scout. I mean, no, I, he's I, a I, badass I, I, motherfucker. No, he's become oh. a badass. In, in yeah, the, yeah. Before these movies came out, he was already on that way to becoming a badass. He's, I, he's I, like an I, anti-hero at this point, but he. He's I, always I do see been a what badass. you're saying. I, he's always been a leader and and at least a field general That's in the comics, and not necessarily been savage like he's become, which is like I I kind of love him for it. But um, but yeah, I see what you're saying. He wasn't really like the field general. They they made Wolverine the leader on the field instead of him. But I think just character wise, I think they nailed it. So it was kind yeah, of the way like, he talked, way. the way he acted, the yeah. whole thing with Wolverine, him and Gene. You know. Oh, yeah. and by the way, I. Doesn't Cyclops die in X two? No, X X three, and yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, X. He gets on the plane when Gene dies at the end of. Gene dies in X two, and he yeah he's screaming because he knows she's about to die. Yeah, it's been a while. Those I mean those movies have come out fucking forever ago. Yeah, 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 but X three is worse, worse. But this. That's not given this much just, praise. I mean, with what they had, they, it seems like they just didn't do anything. Yeah, like and they that. were building off the steam, so that you know they had X three. It kind of, you know, put the franchise into turmoil. They pumped out this Wolverine movie, which turned out to be a piece of shit. Wolverine Origins. Then they went to restart things. They bring on Matthew Vaughn. And uh, they break, they do X Men First Class, which turns out to be genius. That's my favorite. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's yeah. the best one. It's terrific. And then Singer, they bring him back. He does um, Days of Future Past, which I like. I know we, we were, you're sort of mixed on it, Tom, but I like it. I like it. I think I just, it builds on the steam of First Class, and I think it does what it needs to do. Definitely feels more like a Brian Singer film because it is a Brian Singer film, but. I like it. it. It's 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 a good movie, and then also, and then we get, 
we come right back and, and then we get this. I think he really tried to. So there, there's something about. So first class, I think was brilliant, and that's in the '60s, right? And then he comes out with Days of Future Past. We're 70s. in the '70s. There was no need to just do a decade by decade thing. I get kind of the idea, but they didn't age and progress any of the characters from movie to movie. Now there's decades in between these right, movies, right. but it feels like there's like a, a month or a year between right. them. And I just that's I just think that's poor storytelling and something that you're trying to build a continuity on that they were they completely failed to do. And resetting the continuity in Days of Future Past and then come to X-Men Apocalypse and has nothing nothing seems to really have changed between mm. those movies is is kind of weird but it, it was just bland that was that's yeah. the main part of it was Wolverine in it oh cameo he oh yeah yeah yeah, he the, yeah. he's the little go yeah, fuck weapon yourself X. The, the yeah throwback to the oh he was in the weapon X yeah, thing weapon that's X right thing. yeah uh, i just think they tried to throw a lot of elements that people know and didn't take their time with it and it, the execution was terrible and i think it sh- no showed intended. oh <laughs> and i think it showed a lot of brian singer's shortcomings as yeah. a director and uh yeah i don't think we'll be seeing him uh directing another one executive producing probably you know he's been in, right. with the franchise for a yeah. long time but you know what it's time to do with that franchise? Reboot. Bring in some young guns. Right. Yeah. Bring in some young guns. Look at what Star Wars is doing again. Right. They, they, they had J.J. Abrams establish it, and now they're starting to bring a, you know some indie guys in. Let's Not, get the brood. You know, like, yeah, yeah let's do something. There's Omega so Red. Much. Dude. Shi'ar Empire. Yo, if they do the Shi'ar Empire, is the smartest thing they could possibly do. Bring yeah, it right. to Mr. A Sinister. Own galactic, intergalactic world. You yeah. bring... If they bring gladiator into the x-men uh, movies i will pull a Pee Wee herman and jerk off in that not, theater see, that's what we're talking about there's like eight fucking movies and they haven't it's always magneto what about doing that yet i mean this this whatever fuck right. fuck brian singer too fuck you asshole <laughs> all right let's move on to television television, television. Oh, yeah so so television so Let's start it off with our friends over at the CW. Um, I think I'll start off with an interesting one. I don't know if we'll do the best and worst thing for this, but just one I want to talk about, which is super had a very interesting 2016, in my opinion, I think, uh, is Arrow. So Arrow kind of, you know, was really solid the first couple seasons. Had her, eh, season three. And then season four just like fucking completely fell apart. Worse than anything you could imagine, right? So the second half of season four hits in 2016. And a lot of people like myself just stopped watching. And were like, yeah, I think I'm done with this series. They then come back in season five, which is also in 2016. Just knocking it out of the fucking park. Like, I don't know what the hell happened, but they must have regrouped. And like, we got to think about what makes this show great and they went back to more of the formula that, that worked in the first couple seasons brought on some cool new characters including vigilante who's goddamn awesome in this he just shows up and fucking fuck shit up and then like disappears and they can't catch him and he's not even like a main villain he's just sort of like playing in the background hunting the same dudes that they're after and anybody who knows vigilante knows his alter ego which i, I can't remember his name off the top of my head he's like the da who's like a hothead, like Harvey Dentish. Mm. So he's like working and like, you'll see him like flipping out when he's like interrogating guys. <laughs> 
but they don't know that he's the vigilante and right, shit. Right. So it's it's kind of a dope storyline there. Uh, and then they've got Prometheus. He doesn't look exactly like the Prometheus we know from JLA, but he's the main villain, and he's been fucking great. So I don't oh, know. Oh, like, you're I, like just I, gonna skip over Wild Dog. Wild Dog's good, man. I like Wild Dog, dude. I, I like it, man. I'm, I'm just digging it. I, it's gotten better. Um, we'll, we'll see if they can keep it up. And that, I would, I would like, I would give them like an F for the first half of 2016, and then I, I give them a solid B, B plus. Like they're back at it. So, you know, hats off to them for that. Um, one that I think, because I'm the only one who watches that, so I think I got that out of the way. But uh, let's talk about some that we. Uh, did see. Well, do you want to talk about the rest of the CW shows real quick? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I did sort of start us down that path. Yeah. All right. So, Flash is up next, right? Yeah. Uh, after a fucking stellar first season, I thought season two, which I think ended in the beginning of 2016. They just you know, started season three. Right. I thought season two kind of got muddled in the rehashing of the same type of villain as season one and got bogged down in a little bit of too much emotional drama stuff and not enough of the actual flash right. shit. And um, I'm starting to see a pattern of, well, this guy's a speedster and this guy's a speedster and this guy's a speedster. And yeah, a little thi- too much of that. Yeah, and the thing about Flash is he's got a he's got rogues gallery yeah. that's off the fucking charts. And what they keep doing is bringing one in, capturing him by the end of the episode, and then he's back in their whatever illegal prison that they've got in right. fucking Star Labs. And it's like... Dude, you don't just need a speedster as the bad guy. He's got so many other dudes that could step to the Have plate. Have they introduced Captain Cold in that? Yeah, yeah he's yeah. great. He's, yeah. he's, he's great. Season I mean, one and two, and so then he went. Ass. He went yeah. to uh, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. No, is. Yeah. Who is that? Yeah. Who's? It's like who's, a ghost. <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, well, I, again, uh, yeah, I mean, and, and he the, was in the, like basically like one episode of season two because he was going fuck, to Legends of Tomorrow, and his episode was pretty good. He just fucks the Flash over yeah. to try and help. He, he's no, telling him he's going to yeah. help him, and just fucks him over. The way the way he ends up like ends uh, season one or helps to end season one, you're like, oh, this is the start of a beautiful back and forth relationship with him yeah. and the Flash. He shows up. Very little in season two, then joins Legends of Tomorrow. They killed him off in Legends of Tomorrow. So, spoilers, sorry. Mm. And then, um, well, I think he's no. They killed him. Oh, he's in the Legion of Doom. Well, he might be coming back, oh, but okay. you haven't seen him yet this first half of Legends of oh, Tomorrow because okay. he's been quote unquote dead. But all that time he's been missing from Flash, and it's just it's a huge loss. Yeah. Um, I don't know really know what they're thinking there. And like Tom said, it's just all speedster related, which when they did it in season two, I was like, ah, I'm not going to really be that pissed about that. Cause a lot of people started getting pissed about zoom and that it was yet another speedster. Um, I wasn't so upset, but now I'm like, okay, well, why they, does see, it have to be all speedsters? When there they are more villains. When they originally introduced zoom, he was interesting and, and like things were, yeah. were I didn't mind cool. zoom. Yeah. Uh, but then I, it started to get weak as the, as the, uh, episode of the as the season went on a little bit and kind of too much mirrored the 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 first season and and how it looped around of like who the bad guy was and the reveal of all that i think the payoff at the end was okay until we run into my biggest problem with the show this is one of my favorite superhero shows but 
uh, Barry Allen is a fucking idiot, and he keeps messing around with the timelines, and he is never going to fucking learn. The end of season one, he, he finally gets some resolution about his mom dying, and, like, he couldn't save her and shit, and then... He goes and makes the same mistake at the end of season two, and it mm-hmm. kind of really bothered me. And uh, I haven't, you know, full disclosure, I haven't started watching season three yet. So I yeah. don't know where we're at with that. But there was a couple things that, like, I think it kind of it dropped down in quality. But still, for me, was when they hit the real comic booky elements, like he ran the fucking cosmic treadmill uh, in, in this la- in the second season and stuff, like... It started to like right when they hit those points. It's really it's on all cylinders. Yeah. Uh, but when they go to like the CW, you know, oh, I love you, blah blah blah. Which you're always gonna get a little bit of. You got but it. The less yeah. of it is obviously better. Season three, I'll just say, has not started off great out out the gate, and unfortunately, that's when Arrow. You know, I don't want to really like read too much into it, but that's when Arrow started to take a turn for the worse. I will say that around the season finale of season three. It picked up a bit, um, but yeah, it's been a little shaky there. Uh, and then regarding the season finale, and I think we could tie this into the other ones. Does anybody else here watch Supergirl? No, no I haven't. All right, so then I won't. We won't spend that much time of it. I don't think anybody else watches Legends of Tomorrow, but mm-hmm. me, right? No. But okay, so there was a big crossover event at the end with Legends of Tomorrow and Supergirl, Flash and Arrow, and you know parts of it were good, parts of it. You know, were a little bit drawn out, a little bit boring, but some of it was goddamn awesome, and it was very like it, it was finally like seeing the Justice League come together, you know, and in a lighter, more fun fashion. And the finale of it, which was on Legends of Tomorrow, was just terrific. Yeah. So that that was pretty solid. Um, and just real briefly, Legends of Tomorrow, I feel like that's a very like meh show. Like it has some bright moments and then some moments that aren't so great. Supergirl, I've gotten caught up on. I fucking love Supergirl. I think it's it's one of the best tellings of the Superman mythos on screen. Yes, kind of uh, silly. Have you ever seen a little show called The Adventures of Lois and Clark? Right. Yeah, go fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Well, you get Dean Cain in this, so you can't oh, go Oh, yeah, wrong. that's yeah, right. Oh, you know awesome. what? I'm turning it around, yeah, baby. Yeah, wow. so he's awesome. Yeah, Jay's yeah. likes that. Yeah. He woke his ass up over there. WB. I mean, uh, yeah, C- yeah, CW. CW, yeah. 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 So... Uh, is is there there any other uh, CW uh, shows? Or no, that, that's that's it from a comic book uh, yeah. perspective. But I, I, listen, I I'd say at this point they're all worth it in some form. Right, Even Legends right. of Tomorrow. There's actually people who tell me they love Legends of Tomorrow, so I could be wrong on that one. Yeah. And Heat Waves on Legends of Tomorrow, by the way. He, he was there with Captain Cold. Oh, yeah. And he's fucking awesome. Yeah. He's really awesome. Like, he's a total badass. So, he's kind of... Now that Captain Cold is dead, he's sort of keeping the show going. Oh, well, nice. I am so. interested to watch Legends of Tomorrow because they are introducing a version of the JSA, which is one of my favorite teams. Yeah, so, like, that was sort of... Eh, that was, I mean, that was, it wasn't I, so good. I, when I watch it, I, I tend to differentiate from the... The Netflix shows that are out there, because it is on the CW, it's on, you know, network TV, but what I really like is there are a lot of people who would never be into this stuff that that watch it. My sister-in-law watches right. it, and, and like that that little, the shit that me and you guys might not like, like the romance stuff, it pulls people in, and then yeah. they start to see these characters right. and kind of like 
get into them and the mythos and that's good for those parts of the things are good for not us but to build a bigger base and think about it dc has four shows on the cw and they're starting to already talk about building more right and a couple years ago arrow was doing great but there was never this idea that there was going to be a connected tv universe that that is rivaling you know marvels and and the difference is it's a week-to-week thing, mm-hmm. and the demographics are all over the board. So right. for us, you know, we're one demographic, and, and we like the things right. that we like, and they do hit it yeah. now and then. But I, I got to give them props for broadening the audience yeah. of, like, people it's know dope. the fucking name Barry Allen now. I mean, like, that's dope. <laughs> that's that's yeah, fucking crazy. Dope. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I mean, hats off to them for doing that, and, and it, it's definitely – it's worth watching, like I said. Okay, so I think that can move us over to Netflix now, right? Yep. So the Wait, first one... Yeah, you're fine. Uh, first one that came out was um, Jessica... Jones. Jessica Jones, sorry. A little bit late at night here. Yeah. Um, so Jessica Jones, that was early 2016. And we did talk about this one on the podcast. I like Jessica Jones. You know, I don't think it's a perfect series. I don't think it, I don't think it finishes stronger... As strong as it starts, I think some of the shit with the Purple Man starts to fucking get on my nerves. I've mentioned on the show before that I get sick of the Netflix. I think the Netflix shows are too long. I think it should be about 10 episodes. They're like 13. They're usually about two or three extra. Right. And and some of the shit with the Purple Man just got a little bit annoying. But I enjoyed her as a character. I can't wait to see more of her as she meets up with the Defenders. And I thought that it was a pretty, you know, it was a pretty solid interpretation of a character that... Really, it's not really well not known. a lot yeah. there. Yeah. Right, yeah. exactly. There's definitely not a lot there other than being, uh, you know, having superpowers and being, you know, married to Luke Cage. And, right. You know, she's she's pretty badass, which is pretty dope. You mm-hmm. know, and they, I, I mean, I didn't watch the whole the whole season, but like I got that, you know, and mm-hmm. it was cool that Purple Man was there because, you know, that it was a, it was an easy in because it's one of Luke Cage's, you know, all time vi- villains. I don't know, like if he's. Was he Purple Man like super into like Jessica Jones? Oh, so the, in, in, the, in, the in, reason he's a big Luke Cage is because villain of Jessica Jones. Because he what he did to Jessica Jones. Oh, nice. Luke Cage right. hates him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of that. Good, but um, but yeah, I mean, you know, like like you said, it was it's, it was a good you know starter, and it's nice to get that female superhero mm-hmm. badass you know involved. You know, it can't all just be the same old shit. So that's cool. And yeah. David David Tennant as the Purple Man was fucking awesome. Like, uh, I mean, we're all nerdy here, but uh, uh, I'm a weird type of nerd. We're like, I'm a huge Doctor Who fan. And right. he was the 10th Doctor. And he was like a great, lovable fucking character who, you know, all bubbly and shit. He had a little dark side, but not this dark. Yeah. And to see him play that, I was really happy for him as an actor. And mm-hmm. I thought he really did a great job. Again, a little too long for, mm-hmm. you know, to keep it up with only one major villain like that. But, right. but in terms of like dark, maniacal, fucked up dudes, mm-hmm. like that's a, th- that guy really nailed it's completely it. Fucked yeah, he's up. great, man. Yeah, and, fu- and you know, and, and there's, there's the horrible part of it that he's fucking with a woman. Like he's, yeah. he's torturing a woman. Like, you know, Luke Cage is this big diesel dude and he could really fucking handle his own and so could Jessica Jones. But I'm just saying... I don't know. Something comes off real sinister with with a man looking to torture a woman. Do the whatever way he did. I yeah. say, you know. Yeah, I mean even, that was pretty fucked up. Even that scene of just like jump, 
when he makes the girl just like jump right. up and down. It's like, yeah, he's not sexually raping her, but just with that visual, it's like, yeah, he is raping her. Yeah. He is forcing her to do what he wants. And it was, even though it didn't seem like it, Daredevil kind of seemed, you know, darker in a way. That there was a lot of dark shit in Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. Like, real, like she's an alcoholic to begin with. And, and that was a big risk to put that at right after Daredevil. Right. Before, like, a real more, like, heroic kind of uh, character. Mm-hmm. She's not really a hero at all at this point. And right. I think that was a big risk on their part. And, and it paid off well. And when Defenders comes out, I think she's going to end up being a very, very likable character. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, and we also got another season of Daredevil yeah, this year, I, right? I was, I think, I was the, the biggest fan of that. That's my like, that's easily my my favorite. I think, pro, well, I want to say product, but but um, you know, I was really looking forward to it, and I felt like it was better than the first season. Like it was, it was one of the like the best surprises in a sense, in that it like completely went over my expectations, and the fucking the Punisher introduction just could not have been more perfect in my my opinion they they included that that scene and and you know famous it's a punisher um it's a it's a punisher comic it's i think it's pretty much i think it's welcome back frank mm-hmm. um where he tapes the gun to daredevil on a roof very very similar like that's a that's just that's the shit that I wish like Zack Snyder would do or fucking Brian Singer would do. Would just read the fucking comics right. and get not just a, a small, a small picture or a silhouette. Get get a fucking scene. Like look right. at the script. It's there and it's fucking dope. And, and you know you could develop it more, but um, that that scene in, that scene in particular was dope because it was nostalgic. Um, but the the scene with Punisher in the the jail cell. Um, where he fucking goes up probably against somewhere in the neighborhood of like nine to eleven dudes, right? In jail, badass fucks, oh, Kingpin like scene. fucking slant. Kingpin fucks him over as only Kingpin can do, um, and you know he convinced fucking Punisher to kill somebody, which Punisher's more happy to oblige to, but in 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 the back end fucks him over, um. I mean, I just—I legitimately thought it was over for Punisher, and you know, every fan of comics knows like your main character is not going to go down. You know, you know that in your head, right. but you, you like legitimately thought that scene was it for for that character, and he, it was one of the best fucking scenes I saw on on TV in in a long time, not just this year. So that was my fucking favorite. Yeah, I mean, it was fucking badass, and I mean, I mean, the, like the Punisher in general, just like. <laughs> I mean, he just couldn't have been fucking more awesome. It's I mean, just perfect portrayal there. And they left a lot on the table. Like, they did, like, yeah. it, you know, Punisher's always been, a, like, a, a, a somewhat mysterious character, but, like, you you know his, like, whole backstory. They really, it was Daredevil's show, you know? And so that was so dope that they, Punisher was in it the whole fucking time, but they left so much opportunity for his show coming out. That it's just it's gonna be fucking amazing. So mm-hmm. yeah, a plus, awesome. What was it? Yeah. Is it on yeah. me? Or yeah, yeah. Well, well I if if you guys watch Luke Cage, you want to talk about it? Um, we can do that. Well, uh, I, I, I watched Luke Cage. Um, did you watch it? No, no, no I didn't watch no. it. Yet. Okay, I did. I did, I did oh and and I fucking liked it. Yeah. Um, I really did like it. I mean, to be honest with you, from a character standpoint, 
I enjoyed it. Honestly, I, I I almost feel like I like the characters in this more than any of the other Netflix series that we got. And I think that it's another it, it was another it was a victim of going on a little bit too long. And had it been a little bit shorter, I think it would have been a lot better. Um, I think the plot starts to get a little bit silly after a certain point. But still, a lot of fucking fun. And, and like like you were saying about the CW shows, Tom, it's just fun to see fucking Luke Cage on the on the screen and have a pretty damn yeah. decent show. So I will, I will say this about Luke Cage. Uh, and it, it, everyone at my job knows I'm a big comic book fan. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever really comes up to me and is like, oh, I saw this and I'm really liking it. And I work with a lot of women. I am n- no joke. Like five or six women have come up to me over the last couple of months and be like, I was watching this Luke Cage show on Netflix. It's really fucking good. I'm really into yeah. it. And it's like, yeah. for that to be the one that they all jumped onto. Yeah. I mean, listen, that dude's a big cut, good looking black dude. He's so maybe that's what like fucking me. will pull you in initially. Right. But these these women binge watch a fucking Marvel comic obscure-ish character and loved it and that's a testament to what they're doing and that's something that daredevil didn't really do or at least i didn't hear it and even jessica jones i didn't really hear but for luke cage to be the hardcore yeah luke cage was really i think got that crossover that i that i wasn't expecting it it was a lighter show Mm -hmm. it was a lighter show you know what? I think I might have fucked up. I think Jessica Jones might have been last year. I, I think I fucked no, up. No, it with did. That. It dropped. No, it dropped I like think, right at the end of 2015. It did. I, I, I realized while, while I was saying it. We didn't yeah. talk so about I said, it. Like I said before. Oh, oh, boo hoo. Go you know, fuck yourselves. This is, show. Anyway. this is our All show. This is our show. We'll so, do what we want. So I, th- I think that's it from a television standpoint. We yeah. don't watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. False. You do watch it? No, but Netflix, Stranger Things came out this year. All right, Stranger Things has to get a mention. Yeah, I mean the comic book shows. The fuck, Agents of Shield, Ghost Rider did look good. I caught some of those episodes, yeah. but it's not worth it anymore. It's really not worth the time. Right. Um, if we're gonna stay on Netflix, Stranger Things need to be talked about. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we talked about it at like a. I mean, a it, lot. it definitely does. Look, hold on, real quick, just the other t- comic book shows. Gotham sucks. We liked Preacher, but not. Overly, right? I'm more excited for season two. It's going in a direction that is my favorite part of the comic book. So, yeah, like I'm excited totally for agree. that. And I think that's really it from comic book shows, or at least ones that we watch. Yeah. Back to Stranger Things. Awesome. Yeah. Best. I, I think it's actually... <laughs> I can't believe it. we almost skipped over it. I mean, that's definitely the best... Maybe one of the best shows that came out last year, especially yeah. from a, like a sci-fi geek perspective. It was my, it was definitely my favorite Netflix show. I put it in my definitely like top two or three of the of the whole year. I mean, we talk if go back, we have a Stranger Things episode in the back catalog. Check that out. We go really really far into it. Um, but yeah, a show that kind of came out of nowhere, dropped, had some kind of weary. 80s vibes when you saw like the previews and stuff and not Super only 80s. was it vibes but it it, it was able it to take it. that oh it was able to take those things not just play it off like we're gonna do the same as what inspired us they took it they flipped it yeah they took elements from so many different parts of geek culture so many cliches that they flipped on their head yep. um the acting was superb the, the, the direction was great. Yeah. I mean, you got Winota Ryder coming back and, and 
having a great performance. I know a lot of people oh shit on God. her. I'm wrong. What was that? Can't hear you. Uh, you, you don't have a mic, buddy. <laughs> I think I and and one of the things I I'm pretty sure I said this on the, the episode we covered on it. One of the dopest things is that like they they kept mentioning the 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 comic in the beginning, like they, right before the original dude and who knows anybody's name at this point gets gets like disappears. They keep like saying, all right, if I if I erase you, I get I'm gonna borrow this X Men comic and this specific comic. I wound up going back and looking the actual one up. It's the first appearance. Of Dark Phoenix, oh, so, so awesome. I mean, who knows what's oh. what's to come? But like that was kind of my like geek quest of the year. Detective Comics go, you know. So that's it. That's terrific. Yeah. All right, so let's go on to comic books, and I think we'll just sort of like do our a lightning round here. Yeah. Wait, we're already wait, over an wait. hour. Yes, we're over an hour, but I didn't get my favorite show of the whole year in. Westworld was my favorite show oh, of the entire oh, really? year. Oh, it's a sci-fi show. Maybe we can get into it, you know, in another episode because we are running out of time. Uh, let's do let's yeah, do a we'll full do a breakdown of, of that one another time. Yeah, right? and I'll watch it too because Just I haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. I mean, but yeah, I, I liked it. I, I did like it. All right, but, so but then, we haven't we haven't devoted. We don't want to run yeah, through it if right, we're not going to. Exactly. Gonna that, run I think it. that gets its own episode. Maybe when season two comes out or. Before uh, and also, Game of Thrones had a spectacular season this year. Like, uh, right. oh yeah, it was, was great. We talked Dead. about that again. Yeah. Walking Dead, yeah, yeah. I, I think well, well, Walking Dead is in the in the hiatus, so may, you know we could uh, touch on that maybe after the, uh, the the rest of this this next season comes out or whatever touch base. But sure. And just as a reminder to like majority of the stuff we're talking about in this episode, if you go back into the back catalog, we have episodes we go really in depth in a lot of this stuff right stranger things has a lot on there a lot of the stuff we're talking about now is just a kind of recapping what we've already watched the whole last year so go back look for look through the descriptions and then uh, there'll be a lot more on there yeah totally comics comic books all right B, you look like you're eager to kick us <laughs> off here. What was your favorite comics of the year? Um, you read? I, it, it was actually a, a tie for me. Um, I think uh, Secret Wars was uh, fucking amazing. It finished up this year. Um, and, um, you know, when I first read through it, it, it took way too long. And, and it really kind of, uh, uh, I think, a, a Hickman story is kind of almost like a Netflix show. It's better to watch all at once, better to read straight through. Um, and so after getting the um, getting the uh, the hardcover, reading through it even, I think, two or three more times, that just fucking, I mean, I, just a new respect for him because, again, newer in the game, you know, he, he's just, like, become one of the, my, my favorite artists, to, you know, or my favorite writers to, to, you know, get involved with and Dr. Doom. Same here. Uh, just he just the way he put everybody together, especially as it get into it gets into like issue eight and nine when they every all these different aspects are going towards each other for this big ending war. It just fucking blew my goddamn mind. And um and Dark Side War was uh, Dark Side War is terrific. Fucking fantastic. Yeah. Uh, it, you know I got an opportunity to kind of read straight through up until Dark Side One, so I was like super. On board again with like the continuation of it, mm-hmm. uh, and then I mean part two just has so much like to set off going forward. It's it's pretty fucking insane. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it, you finished it through. through I finished right? it yeah, through. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, what a fucking ending. Right? I mean, there's multiple. Yeah. Like there's multiple huge like 
impact, like multiple long-standing characters found out things that are like that it could twist them in in different directions. Right. You know, so. Uh, you know, I don't know how much we could get into it, but we could spend the whole fucking epi- episode on the reveals that were going on. But we should, we should do a mini episode. Yeah, like that. yeah. But I mean, those were just fucking blew my mind. I'm like proud to have them in my collection, so I could read them again. Totally agree, man. I fucking loved it. I, I'll I'll be honest with you, because that kind of ties into what I'll say my favorite book or books of the year were. Because earlier in our episodes, we were really pretty harsh. On DC Comics as a whole, and especially what they had done with the New 52. Yeah. And what they really did, I think, and we alluded to this before, right? Dan Didio was sort of a target for us on the show. We like to <laughs> shit on him a bit. Um, but I would have to say that they turned things around pretty big time. Uh, they kicked off their DC Rebirth titles towards mid to late summer. And... Everything that I like as a DC fan is what we got or are starting to get. Is It's not 100% back to the way things used to be, but it's a damn good start. And I think you got titles like Nightwing and Detective Comics and Tom King's Batman. Uh, Deathstroke's another good one that they got going on there. Uh, the Superman series they have going on, which I've only read a couple issues, but i got to go back and read more. Love it. Just fucking love it. You know... B mentioned before, huge DC fans here, and and there's certain things about you know these characters that we're looking to see, and now we've got them, you know, we've got them back. I should probably say. Mm. So I just can't say enough good things about DC Rebirth, and I encourage you to pick up some titles if you haven't already. And if Tom, I know you had recently gotten caught up on some of them too. Do you have any? Yeah. you want to add it with that? Yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go to. I'm going to end on the rebirth real quick. Okay. So my favorite comics of the year uh, at image Hickman has a new comic called the black Monday murders. For me, it does what he's done in his other books with infographs and uh, certain pages are just like court transcripts and stuff. And it does it perfectly. Mm-hmm. And it adds to what comics can actually be besides just pictures and words on a page and it flows the story really well and uh it, it was just my favorite premiere it, it, it only had a couple issues at the end of right. 2016 but they were for me must read issues and I, I mean it blew me out of the water i love this book it's it's a it mixes wall street finance with black magic yeah, and stuff that he yeah. loves and and, mm-hmm. and and it's really really phenomenal i Anybody pick it up. Uh, Trade's coming out next year. It should be really cool. Um, Marvel, I agree. Secret Wars, uh, you know, it ended in 2016. It ended, I think, one of the most legendary runs of a writer from Fantastic Four to Secret Mm -hmm. Wars. The payoff is amazing. Uh, You get, if you read the whole run, you just get so much out of it as it goes on, and it wraps up Matches perfectly. Matches cried at the end of it. No, yeah. no um, surprise. Uh, right. yeah. we, uh, ditto. <laughs> You've never heard um, me say that, right? <laughs> we're gonna have a. We're gonna have another you know one of those special. on the list too. Um, in terms of 
post Secret Wars books that came out in Marvel. Marvel's universe to me has been a little hit or miss lately. We'll talk about that yeah. more in subsequent episodes. But I think the Jason Aaron, Chris Pachalo, Doctor Strange series that came out oh, yeah. has been really, really good. I don't think I cannot believe that Bachalo has never done Doctor Strange before because he's a perfect fit for that character and the creepy, weird shit in there and his dark darks and his weird character design has been amazing. And it, it really makes Doctor Strange interesting again. And I love what they're doing with that. Awesome. Um, another one that I did not think I was going to like, I kind of started reading for the art, was the new Lemire old man logan series mm-hmm. and Ooh, yeah. um, i want to get into that it's yeah, it good. really good i think there's eight issues on marvel unlimited right now and the first if, trade paperback came out too yeah well if you can pick it up yeah. a little barnsies uh, see if they got any sales it, it, it really weirdly <laughs> it really weirdly feels like uh like like wolverine like it, it it just doesn't feel like too much of an alternative wolverine right uh his core character even though he's from like this alternate future it's him. is there the art is legitimately second to none like the, yeah. just the, I, I, I can't Sorrentino, Sorrentino all yeah, just even if an issue is mediocre she can just put it up like two two notches from right. where yeah. it, it, it's been oh my god yeah I love like, her just, she was great on Green Arrow yeah and they're working together again Lemire and her yeah. so it's just great the it's violence awesome. is is brutal in a in a regular Marvel book the, it, it's it's really good I think it actually started out a little slow and it's been picking up as it goes along and just this Wolverine out of time kind of thing is really cool that is uh, cool. and also this now this old old man Logan the last I think issue eight he he is interacting with this young time displaced Jean Grey mm-hmm. so like that dynamic is kind of cool for yeah. the first time so I'm really digging those he's on, in the, in on the Marvel new, um, uh, I think it's uh, Uncanny X-Men oh, yeah. right. he's in, in that it's... he's been bouncing around and I've read him in other things but I really think this old man Logan yeah. gives you like a real core of this character separates him from the classic Wolverine but there's so much of him that's yeah. that's just Wolverine right, to right, his right. core right. and re- then I'm going to end on the DC stuff. So first, my favorite series, it's only a couple of issues in again, is the new Young Animal uh, relaunch of the Doom Patrol. That's a great book. Uh, uh, Emo Tom's coming out. Uh, Gerard Way, former lead singer for My Chemical Romance, has transitioned into Mm -hmm. a great comic book uh, writer right now. I'll agree. And and is running an imprint that's putting out four really interesting different books, and it's not huge print runs not taken away from the main continuity and i'm really enjoying the continuation of the one true lord grant morrison's uh doom patrol also finally superman is a fucking great book and the team that's on it tomasi and gleason and and doug mankey are just fucking killing about time knocking out of the park and then of course to finish with rebirth now if you go back we have it's either episode two or three where we talk about what we want from DC in this coming year. And we all even went to New York City Comic Con and Rebirth hadn't even been announced yet. And, or had it been announced yeah, yet? It, it, it just had been announced. It would have already um, happened. Yeah. And if you go back and listen to that episode that we've talked about what we want out of mm-hmm. DC and you go read Rebirth number one, uh, you know, DC Universe Rebirth, and then start reading what they've been doing. That's what we wanted. Right. And speaking of comics 
that made me cry or made us cry. Mm-hmm. Barry Allen pulling Wally West out of the speed uh, force oh, yeah. and hugging him and saying, how could I ever forget you? Not only made me cry when I first read it, not only made me cry when I read it the second time, it made me cry about two days ago when we were in a group chat and I sent the picture again <laughs> to see how awesome it was and tears were going down my face. That's fucking I, awesome. Yeah. From saying how much I hated what DC was doing to then crying to what they're doing now in tears of joy mm-hmm. is amazing. And, and you know, I can't see a better future for my favorite comic book universe going forward. Um, I will never not say fuck you, Dan Diddy. I'm not saying fuck you right now, yeah. but I'm not taking it back because yeah. I'm a goddamn man of my word. You so go. you're on your way to us being friends, buddy. Yeah. But you did a I'm lot sure, to fuck I'm it sure up. I'm sure he's waiting yeah. for that, right? Hey, I'm sure. Yeah. He's I'm itching. Sure. Yeah, don't, yeah, right. I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> don't give him too much hope now. Yeah. You know? Well, Whoa. also, I'm on my goddamn podcast. I'll yeah. say what the yeah. fuck I want. And what I'm saying is... I don't think he gets a fucking pass for all the bullshit that he's done, and I am not going to sit here and be like, I've, oh, you're the man now. You're not the fucking man now. He's on you're the on, the way. Right. on the way. You're on the right. way. It's well, positive. It's you know, a positive year then. I can well, forgive and forget. So far, I've wait. forgiven what's you know. going on this year, but I don't forget the shit he talked about, how dope the new 52 was, and we're never going back. So, there, there you, you go. go. All right. After you fuck you. No, I won't say it. I won't. I, I, I won't say it right now. I will say, uh, "Fuck you, Zack Snyder." Yep. There you go. Well deserved. Got it. All right, guys. I think that's gonna wrap us up for today. We're gonna come back. We're gonna get you next time with a uh, best or, or what we're looking forward to in 2017, I should say. And until next time, anything else, folks? Bam. Yeah, All right. Usual, I gotta go to the- Sounds good. <laughs> yum yum. What? Yeah. <laughs>